Welcome to the Building BN Podcast, where we take an inside look at Bloomington Normal economic development with industry pros, local businesses, and community partners. Hosted by your BN EDC. So yeah, every podcast we like to start off and find out the history and the background of the guests and how you ended up in Bloomington Normal. Sure. Uh, do I need to introduce myself or nope, do we just we, go we put with that it? On you the... just put that on the front end. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm originally from New Jersey. I was born in New York, uh, grew up in New Jersey, and I spent most of my life, the formative years at least, in the Northeast. Yeah. Uh, and then I came out to Illinois for graduate school uh, and then went back to Boston for a little while. And when I was in, in Illinois, uh, normal is halfway between Chicagoland and St. Louis sure. land. Mm-hmm. And so my wife and I were both in grad school. And so it was a convenient place for us to meet halfway in right. normal. Uh, we'd both get in the car after our Saturday morning lab meetings or whatever, come <laughs> down here, go to dinner, see a movie, uh, stay up north there on the north side of town, go to church in the morning, be, go to Denny's, and then we're back in the lab in the afternoon. So uh, that is my sort of history, but I've now been in Illinois longer than anywhere else in my life. Okay. Um, came to ISU when I was uh, you know, assistant professor and kind of worked my way through the academic ranks. I'm a chemist by training, so okay. came to Illinois State and been here since 2002. Nice. So Where'd you go to grad school? I went to Northwestern. Northwestern? So it was up in Evanston. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very nice. Yep. So that would be, that would make it the halfway point. Um, well, I mean, technically, I think the, the Market Street exit is exactly halfway between our two locales, but uh, we, we didn't know that, right? I, there was a time where I had never been farther south than what is currently ISU's Alumni Center. Oh, okay. Um, it was an eagle back in the day. Yes. Uh, but yep. uh, mm-hmm. there was a you know restaurant right in there. We ate, we ate many a meal there. So, okay. You know, well, maybe we went down to University Cinemas when that was a thing, just okay. south of the railroad tracks. Yeah, right. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, that, that is a fun fact, but is there another unique uh, personal fact about yourself? Yeah, I was going to say, if the fun fact would not be that I almost chose that Denny's as the place to propose to my wife oh, because nice. it's so special. Yeah. Um, uh, it might not be that unusual, but I am an Eagle Scout, and that mm. does define a lot of who I am as a person. So sure. a small percentage of Scouts become Eagle Scouts. So I would say that that's probably the unusual or unique, unique per- fact. personal fact. Yep. Very cool. Um, so yeah, let's talk about your role. You mentioned a little bit on how you worked your way up, but uh, what are you currently working on? Sure. So I currently work for the provost at Illinois State. I'm the associate vice president for research and graduate studies, uh, but I was in a position as a professor for many years, uh, became chair of the chemistry department in 2013. And then in 2020, I took a new role in the provost office uh, in this role as the AVP for research and grad studies. And one of the areas that I have responsibility for is innovation. Uh, And at that time, uh, ISU had some pretty big plans as part of the Illinois Innovation Network, Mm -hmm. and those plans continue. I think that's what I'm here to talk about today. But uh, a lot of what I do is in research and contracts um, and uh, the graduate school as well. We have a fantastic graduate school at ISU and about 10% of our population, 10 to 12% of our population of students is graduate students. So I have some influence there as well, but innovation and entrepreneurship is a little bit under my umbrella. Okay. It, it's a team effort though, all across the university. So it's, it's not just one person. So I'm curious about the research. Is there like a certain field you guys do more studies in than others? Well, my personal research is in inorganic chemistry, but as a university, uh, we do a lot of educational research, taking okay. taking advantage of our pride as a, a founded as a normal school in mm-hmm. 1857, but uh, we've come a long way since then. We have a ton of work in a biomedical area, um, chief grant area i have a lot of grant responsibility so okay. the grants a lot of them do come from the department of education and illinois uh 
Illinois Board of Education or Board of Higher Education. So we definitely have a, a lot of research in those areas that's grant funded. Uh, but then there's all the not grant funded research we do as well. So, okay. uh, but the biggest areas are, are probably in biomedical. Uh, our School of Biological Sciences is fantastic. Um, and then we have tremendous uh, impact in po public policy with, with education as well. Sure. I am wondering how that if that might shift at all whenever the engineering school comes online. Well, the uh, expectation there is that we'll definitely have an impact. Uh, our College of Applied Science and Technology, we have fantastic ag tech research that oh, didn't come nice. up yet. So um, that's going to dovetail really nicely with engineering. We're going to start with ma materials. No, not materials. We're going to have mechanical engineering and electrical engineering. Had to think what ME and EE yeah. stood for. So <laughs> mechanical engineering and electrical engineering to begin. Um, and those two chairs have been hired, and we're looking for faculty now. Um, my projections, as the guy who has to think about this, mm -hmm. um, I was thinking that that school of engineering is probably going to contribute a fair amount uh, in, in our research portfolio, especially in the grant side of things. It's going to be more contracts for them than grants. Yeah. Um, but my expectation is they may increase our portfolio by 50%. Okay. So yeah, it's that's a, just the nature of that discipline. Sure. Um, they are expected to bring in funding and do that sort of transformative research as an applied science. Well, I think it's great uh, that that's coming online because we always had heard in the past, especially with the U of I, that you'd have a lot of um, students come over, they go through the engineering program, and then mm -hmm. they would not stay in America. So like having the expansion here um, will be ideal, especially with all the manufacturing on the rise. We definitely know that we have a, a lot of local industries that are excited to have us. Yes. And uh, uh, Dean Tom Kaiser, I believe you had him on the show earlier. Yep. He uh, he has been out uh, working all across the state and the region, talking to company partners because the reality is it's a very applied science mm -hmm. with a, a capstone experience for those right. students. So whether it's on the capstone experience side of things or on the eventual research project side of things, we're going to have a lot of uh, corporate partners there. And we have a lot of engineering in the area, and there are only so many engineers to come out of our partners elsewhere in the state, shall yes. we say? Yep. Um, and we are happy to add to that mix. Yep, that's very exciting. Yeah. All right, let's jump into, yeah, I don't have to go into the whole background mm -hmm. of ISU. You covered some of that. That might be in its own In 1857, <laughs> the lawyer, Abraham Lincoln. No, so yeah, yeah, that's its own thing. That'd be a long one. But yeah, if you want to talk about the, I guess, the Innovation Network, maybe like how that came about and then what you guys are thinking about doing going forward. Sure. So the uh, the Illinois Innovation Network is one thing that came out of the governor's office. It started during the Rauner administration, sort of mm -hmm. had proposed it. And then Governor Pritzker really finally put some funds behind it and an appropriation behind it. So the Discovery Partners Institute in Chicago is really the lead. So if you look at our appropriation, it's Discovery Partners Institute, Illinois Innovation Network, Illinois State University kind of okay, thing, right? So, sure. but uh, DPI out of Chicago is a big part, but Governor Pritzker promised $500 million across the state. Uh, it started sort of small with DPI and then the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign and the U of I system, added Northern, added OSF Healthcare out hmm. of Peoria, okay. and then it eventually expanded to all 12 of the four-year publics. Uh, and then we also have OSF doing business as distillery labs in Peoria. Sure. Uh, mm -hmm. We have the University of Illinois College of Medicine at Rockford, added in there and then DPI is the other not public. Okay. Um, so those 15, but it's a hub of, it, those are the hubs, uh, but that's a network of networks. Okay. So each of us has our own network. So we're the ISU hub, um, but a big partner with us is Heartland Community College sure. and you guys and, and, yep. and any number of folks around this area because uh, we don't stand alone, we don't work alone, we're gonna work better, but it allows us to leverage across the state 
Um, this is really where the governor was coming at. Was like yes. It allows us to leverage across the state, to operate as a state, um, much like the extension network works. Like Once you have this network, you just feed things into it, mm -hmm. and then it can quickly disseminate. So during COVID, this was a really blew up. So it was announced publicly in February of 2020. And then the kind of the world shut down in, yeah. in March of mm -hmm. 2020. So, but we were able to sort of scramble and immediately mobilize to set up a lot of the early testing centers where who has lab equipment? Okay, we have all these, we have the state's public research universities. Who has extra, uh, who has extra equipment? Mm -hmm. Okay, who has extra materials? Who has extra uh, personal protective equipment that we can sort of mobilize in those early days and setting up like testing centers, et cetera. And so it was really neat to be in my dining room participating in those calls with, with folks all across the state to try and set up that, that early shield network. Sure. Um, and it really came out because we were able to quickly disseminate to research. And that was the big thing for the really push for IIN was Yes, there's a workforce development component, mm -hmm. but it's the innovation side. Right. And when you take the power of the state of Illinois with its public universities for research and innovation, I mean, it was really great to harness it. And that has now built on, the governor has added a more recent uh, set of sort of hub that's called uh, Innovate Illinois, okay. um, which ISU was also part of, where the governor has recognized that we also have some pretty good privates and some, yes. and some decent federal labs. And so it would be a shame to not include those in the powerhouse that is the state of Illinois. So that's a different uh, operation, Innovate Illinois, and it's much newer. Okay. Uh, but the Illinois Innovation Network, we've now been around since the early 2020, uh, and there's just a ton of work going on around the around the state to, to do great things. Our latest push is in the area of broadband. Um, we've been really instrumental in the uh, broad uh, the bipartisan infrastructure law and in trying to roll out a lot of work through the state, uh, taking advantage of those networks within the IIN for uh, doing good work on the Broadband Ready Project, the Broadband, the BEAD Project, the DEC Project, all the different acronyms all the that acronyms, go with broadband. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think but that's not today. That's not today. More, more yeah. acronyms in uh, yeah. academia than yeah. there is in economic development. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, we, got our, we got our small few. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's something I don't think that most of our listeners even know existed. I didn't know existed until you, know, you guys were talking about inviting me to a meeting, and it was cool to see other economic developers that I've run into in the past, everyone trying to figure out the same thing. Um, but I think that's one of the biggest strengths that we sell at the EDC when everyone's, I mean, we just had a prospect in the other day, and it's really, it comes down to workforce, but then also innovation. And so the strength is in the universities and that partnership with the private ins uh, institutions around here. So that's uh, great that you've got that going. Um, what do you think's next with it? With, with the Illinois Innovation Network or with ISU's hub or all the above? All like the so, above. So the IIN, um, we've really used it as an opportunity to leverage uh, you know, innovation in silos is really not going to work that well, right? right? So right. we sort of leverage up. It, it has been a little bit of a political dance, if I'm honest, okay. uh, you know, because at what point do I stop being ISU and start being IIN or, uh, you know, yeah. et cetera. Mm -hmm. So we, we do have our local constituencies and our local things, but for the for the whole state, it's better off. So the, the federal government puts out a, a call that says we want to do hydrogen technology. Mm. Okay, well, we don't have that expertise specifically, but as an IIN, we can come up with the technology. There was this tech hubs push across the state of Illinois yes. um, with, uh, with the EDA and mm. commerce. Um, we acted as a state. Um, I was a little disappointed that our uh, that our local bid was was not the one chosen, right. but the ones chosen for the state of Illinois that we went all in on. It's not unlike our one voice. We decided as a state these were the two we were going to back, sure. and we got both. Okay, two out of thirty-seven isn't bad in the in the United States, right. Right? right? So that was a tactical decision by the state that um, 
yeah, we're all in, right? Because it's better, it, you know, rising tide is going to raise all ships. Um, that's going to be good for the state of Illinois. It's mm -hmm. going to trickle down. We are well aware that this is not the last effort to build these areas. And we know that we we made a good showing as a, as a local area. So right. uh, for the IIN, looking at those large complex federal things, well, we can we can uh, motivate and try, sort of bring together a proposal group that represents the entire state quickly. Uh, mm -hmm. I recently was part of a proposal to the National Science Foundation w about research development, uh, where we were able to say, look, we have every in university in the state of Illinois potentially is on this grant because sure. it's through the IIN. I'm one of the co-principal investigators, but we, we speak for all the publics in the state. So it, it brings us a lot more leverage. Um, and we really think that that leveraging is going to be the key to making a difference right because let's say we make uh we come up with something locally then we can disseminate it across the state and duplicate it and not have to reinvest resources to reinvent that same wheel yep so yeah definitely broke down to silos and it's also one where while we didn't get it locally you know if i shouldn't say if when um, the other ones are successful that's what the feds want to see that's what anybody wants to see hmm. is that it's like okay you guys know what you're doing and now we're going to put some more money into your area right and i do think that um we are when we're allowed to, right? Because it was defined by the uh, MSAs, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, oh, we have to define all acronyms here, right? Yes. So like, you know, Metropolitan, Metropolitan Statistical, Statistical Area, area right? <laughs> so uh, we're stuck with the one we're in, if you yes. will. Like, um, it, that is what it is, and this is where we are, and we, we made the compelling proposal for where we were. The one just east to us, east of us, like we fully expect that when we're allowed to expand, yes, yeah, we're gonna be part of that group because it makes no sense to exclude us from that group right. if you'd like to be successful, yes. right? So that's the, I'm playing the long game here, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. we're, uh, I expect that we'll be around, the university will be around, the state will be around. Um, and I think that, you know, one step at a time, uh, I think that every time we try to do something, we get a little bit better mm -hmm. and we learn some lessons and a lot of time in education has kind of given that to me that we're just gonna have to keep, keep going. Yeah. No. And for us, um, like a regional win is a win. And there's a lot of times whenever like they might have won that one. Um, we've won some other things in economic development. Peoria wins sometimes. It really benefits because, like you said, the MSA is defined for us. But if you think about like the labor shed, that's in our labor shed. Well, I'm one of those folks that like doesn't come like I'm in your labor shed, but not oh, in your yeah. MSA. Not yeah. In so MSA. I am a commuter. Right? Well, hopefully so, those yeah. dollars do get spent here while yeah. you're in town. Well, you did talk absolutely. about having some Absol coffee with absolutely. around here. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I spend those dollars here. That's correct. So you did talk about like what's next for the IIN, but what about for what you're working on at ISU? So there's a lot of stu great stuff going on at ISU. We mentioned our College of Engineering. Mm -hmm. We've got great construction going on with expanding uh, our nursing, the Mennonite College of Nursing. Uh, we have amazing research going on. We think as a university we're well poised. But out of my office, the exciting news is I, I just hired Dr. Harriet Steinbach, who's here with us in the studio today. But I'd love to have her come back on her own volition at a future time. Uh, but we just hired her uh, to take a role um, as a dedicated individual focused on taking the next steps for the Illinois Innovation Network hub at ISU. Um, when it was first formulated, there was this plan that we were going to talk about sustainability in both um, social sustainability uh, and also environmental sustainability and then economic sustainability, mm -hmm. right? And so uh, everybody always just talks about it as the incubator. Yeah. And so the business yeah. startup incubator was definitely the biggest change from our core mission that everyone thinks of ISU for. Uh, and those other areas totally fit with the research we're doing and our Center for Sustainable Water Future and our Adelaide Stevenson Center for Community and Economic or for Community and Economic Development mm -hmm. and uh, all the great work going on on campus that's all still true um the incubator is one though where 
yeah, the, as part of that appropriation I mentioned earlier, there was some money appropriated for a startup incubator. Right. Not nearly enough to actually do the project, but <laughs> yeah. if there was if there was no pandemic, uh, we might be in my podcasting studio in Uptown yeah. Circle, true, right? True. Sit, sitting in Trails East, having this this interview yes. there, and uh, it'd be a very different conversation. I do believe that, uh, but that wasn't what happened, and so now having it be other duties as assigned for me, if you will, uh, a lot of people working on it partially. Uh, but Dr. Steinbeck, uh, she's my director of innovation and strategic partnerships, and uh, she will be working on this like sort of full bore uh, and to take us from where we are to where we'd like to be and to make progress in those areas. And so a lot of people that she's going to be meeting with and talking to, we did a lot of great work during the pandemic. And it's not for naught. Uh, we just, you know, sometimes you don't always, that's latent work, right? Yes. A lot of latent work there mm -hmm. that is going to eventually pay off. Um, but the world has changed. Yes. So that original proposal doesn't make any sense in the modern era, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, there are some things that just aren't quite the same, but there's something about a visceral space. And so we're investigating some options on space, uh, but programming is another area we mm -hmm. think we can make a difference. Our Center for Math, Science, Technology Makerspace is gonna become a reality here. Uh, we'll be sure to invite people to the open house coming this coming spring. Nice. Uh, so we are, but we de developed a curriculum, we did programming there. There's a lot of good work to do and uh, Dr. Steinbeck is gonna really push us in that. So that's my exciting news for yeah. today um, is that we, I, I've joked with a number of folks as I call them up. I'm like, we're getting the band back together, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, the band never really broke up, right. but uh, it's definitely, it's going to be nice t to have Harriet really be able to work on it in a concerted way uh, and be able to focus the efforts there um, so we can see some progress because our community deserves it. I think there's there's been a lot of great change in our community. If you think about when this incubator was originally proposed, sure, there was nothing on the west side. Right. It was an empty building. Yep. Right. And so... Uh, just put that in perspective with there's now a few million extra square feet on the west side mm -hmm. than there used to be. So uh, among other places in town. So we've really, so to you, uh, we'll get a, a little ahead of ourselves, but your economic flywheel is going in a slightly different direction yes. than it was when we first started. Yeah, it was um, a little slow. I remember coming to town and there were people being concerned. And I think uh, it might be Mayor Coos that talked about, or maybe it was Neil uh, from Farnsworth, like the day that the Rivians and RJ was around the circle and said, look, these things are real. Um, since then, it's just been picking up steam. Yeah, and I think that uh, we want to be part of that as a right. university, right? Um, we we uh, we think of ourselves as more than just a talent pipeline. I'll be honest, sure. right? But it certainly is part of who we are, and we've got a lot of really smart people in this community, and we we certainly contribute to that. Uh, we we bring in talented faculty and staff and students. Oh, and their families and their often, families, yeah. and, the, and those trailing spouses, mm -hmm. et cetera, trailing partners. Uh, and then oftentimes people stay here when they're done being employed or when, they're, when they graduate. And we'd love to, to really, you know, keep them here and do great work here because the world is shrinking in the sense of where you can do things from, right? right. Um, a lot of really great, great news and books out there about where the innovation can occur. Uh, and you don't have to be in one of the valleys or on Route no. 128 or anything right now. So, um, so anyway, yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited for that. It's all about timing. That's a lot of economic development projects in general. I mean, so yeah, a great idea for the time. Um, didn't work out, but the work still continues. And for us, we always look at it as a quality of life or quality of place amenity, um, because yeah, like you said, trailing partners. There's a lot of people with a lot of great ideas. And right now, if you have this idea for this amazing widget that nobody's seen, I'm not sure where I'm sending you. Uh, yeah, unfortunately for me, I'm not sure where I'm sending you right now, and I'd, I'd, really, I'd really like to be a part of changing that, yes, right? Because yeah. I think that we have a lot of talent, and you know, forget it, forget just the, those other things, like the tinkerers, right? Like yeah. you, it's not your shift 
that you're working, but you still, your brain oh, is yeah. still working. You still have great ideas, mm -hmm. right? Think about all the great innovations that have come out of companies like 3M, right. uh, where this isn't really the project you're working on, but you have this side idea and they, they, they're able to carve out time to work on that side idea. I'd love to be able to, to help those folks out in town um, and not have to send them you know, hey, can you can travel a couple hours and go do right. go do this there? But yeah, so we have a we'd like to change that. Yeah, yeah. So you can come up with your own prototype and get the coaching that you need, and um, hopefully take it to the next level right here, where the cost of doing business is still fairly low right. compared to some of the major metros. And it's not always technical ideas, right? Our College of Engineering is definitely going to be a player in addition in creating more technical ideas mm -hmm. and being able to assist folks who need some technical expertise. But there are a lot of business ideas that are are not technically related right i mean right. everyone sort of thinks of those moonshot unicorns as yeah. the as that's what we mean but there's a lot of other really solid solid entrepreneurial efforts that yeah. are not that kind of thing and so we want to be able to support all of those folks well even not even just business but nonprofit. i mean the whole concept of doing nonprofit startups there's Absolutely. some amazing ones that come out and it's like where'd that come from well they had resources <laughs> right and uh we see some of those great things like our mean center, the, the mean center uh, out of ISU is, is going to be one of our partners, of course, is, is at ISU. Um, they hold their startup showcase. Yes. And a lot of the student ideas that come out, sometimes you're like, that, that, that's, a, that's a nonprofit right that's there. That's legs, a great yeah. idea. That's a no great nonprofit idea. Awesome. Um, I already talked a little bit about what this means to the community overall, but it's something yeah. that in economic development, entrepreneurship is very, very hard to figure out. I usually keep it at arm's length because it's much easier for us to go into an existing business and get them to grow. Um, to me, it's, uh, it's all about batting average. And so getting someone to grow from within is much easier than uh, doing the startup. So I'm really glad to have you guys running with this and we will assist as much as we can and help bring the dollars in. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, like, well, hey, can you, when you saw, you participated in some of the surveys, like, I don't have the budget to go start up my own sure, incubator or sure. makerspace or yeah. whatever. So, yeah, we're well, relying the, heavily on you guys to help well, out. Well, the math definitely works on, like, you know, if you only have so many resources, you should definitely bet on growth, yes. right? Like, yep. taking things mm -hmm. that have already survived yep. and are, are, and you're just trying to get bigger. That's, that's the easy math, that right? But, easy math. um, uh, the researcher and innovator in me who like failure is my middle name kind of thing, <laughs> right? Like, um, as an experimentalist, I, I guess I didn't really realize that uh, when you read a lot of entrepreneurship books, they, they describe it in many of the same ways we do in science. Like, we try something, it probably doesn't work, right. and then we, we notice what happened, and then we try again, and there's a certain amount of persistence, mm -hmm. stubbornness, whatever the case may be. Yep. But um, I, it's not always fail fast, but it's like you definitely, failure is not a four-letter word to me no, because it's no. definitely part of who I am as an experimentalist. So, But if you're going to do this, invest in things that already exist. So I'd like to be able to bring in that extra added risk mm -hmm. um, where we're able to back the ideas that come out of students and faculty and staff from my university. Sure, but the whole community, because if I just put something up in the middle of my quad, that's not going to have nearly the, the enough impact. Yeah. It's just, it's not going to be the same. You so, have a lot of really good players um, on the bench that could take a shot that, at it. That's correct. And yeah. we, we need to open it up to, to a broader community. But that's that's a hard message, and it isn't what we've traditionally been known for, so that's definitely where it's going to take a concerted effort such as that that Dr. Steinbeck is going to offer. And, and me, I'd like to say I've been out in the community oh, trying yeah, to spread my sure. vision, trying for to sure. spread my vision. But, you know, the last time someone did an economic impact study for ISU, uh, it was like something like 800-something million dollars of an impact. So right. I'd like to believe that given the number of years in inflation, we've got to have at least, yeah. a, at least a billion dollar impact in just dollars, let alone all of the just 
the people that are coming. I mean, just that well, hu- that human capital is a big part. Yeah, so. I say just enrollment being up too. Didn't you guys just break a record for freshman enrollment? We we did, yeah. we did, yeah. yeah so, so that, that that's going to boost the economic impact as well. <laughs> the, uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to cover, uh, ISU related, before we get into your? Well, no, I just it's going to take a it's going to take a team effort. Like anybody who knows me knows that I'm like silos are the devil. Like we definitely need to talk. Um, We need to partner and it's probably not all going to work. And there's going to be some fits and starts, but it's going to take a team effort. So if this is going to be successful for our community, it's going to take all of us. And uh, it's if you have a good idea or if you have a way that you think you can help, like I'll have coffee with anybody. Right. Right. Like just, you know, there's a lot of conversations where I'm like, I don't think now this is going to work, but in the long term, I, okay, like keep us in mind and just, you know, it's going to take all of us working together to, to make this a reality because it's, it's going to be hard. Um, but I have total confidence that we got enough hardworking, smart people that we can pull this off. Now, we saw it as a priority because we just hired a firm that came through the community and they're doing a study for us on a uh, capital investment uh, diversification campaign. Mm. And one of the areas that they were focused on is just checking the temperature on where people are at when it came come to entrepreneurship. Sure. To say like, okay, would the private companies invest more money into this if there was an infrastructure set up? And so uh, it'll be interesting to see those results uh, kicked out probably around February um, on you know how much potential we think is there because we could be expanding our services here as well. Uh, maybe getting a liaison based off of that demand and if the funds really are out there. Right. But we've, we've had a lot of really nice efforts going on, mm-hmm. like in parallel in our community. Oh, yeah. yep. And so I, one of the things I'll also say on the record here is that like not looking to replace anybody's amazing efforts. There's a lot of great work going on in the community that we just want to leverage it to work together. Right. right. Like if yep. if people are doing great work, we want to continue to celebrate that like celebrate that great work and, and lift it up yep. and then say, is there any way that what you're doing, you would also let us include this group or could we, could we add this in or, wow, that's a great idea. You think we could amplify it and, yes. and do this? Like we have our startup showcase. Yep. There's one down the road. There's yes. one up the road. There's <laughs> one across the road. So we have all these different startup showcases and I think we should continue to have all of them, but right. is there any way we could sort of elevate that? Yeah. Right. Cross promote. Um, right. Cro- cross promote. Yep. And like, oh, I have this great speaker coming in. You know, I already am bringing them in. And in an era with virtual programming, Mm -hmm. um, the size of the room isn't quite as important as it once was. But like maybe we can help each other out by promoting that. And I think that uh, that's just one example of the type of way that seems to be low hanging fruit for not trying to not trying to compete with each other because same team, same community. Right. Like same team, same community. Want to lift it up, lift us all up. It comes down to coordination. For sure. Yeah, we're the Which same is way. also easier said than done. It's easier said than done. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a Twin City and the largest county in the state. There's a lot of bodies around here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. Let's jump into uh, – so so you've got somebody in the town, and you're wanting to recruit them here to get them to relocate. Like, you can pick your any time of year, um, whatever month you want, whatever day you want. Like, how are you going to showcase this place? Where are you going to take them? So I'm a longtime listener. I will tell you this is my favorite part of this <laughs> because uh, I, I – I am one of those commuters, uh, so it's been okay. about 20 years since I lived in town. Um, I, I lived here when I first moved to town, uh, but then I've been a commuter for a long time, so I have my go-tos where I always mm. go. Uh, but I, I'm gonna gonna flip this right and say like, well, it depends oh, because yeah. like, who is it? what, who is it? Yep. What are they interested in? Because like, really, there is almost nothing 
that we you can't do right so right. It, now we're now it's getting into my personal preferences right sure. so like mm -hmm. okay it's a beautiful fall day mostly and i love sports and so do i want to watch or do i want to participate like mm -hmm. if i want to watch all right maybe we go to the corn crib or maybe we go see you know an isu event or a you know uh Maybe I want to just play some golf. We have some amazing golf courses. Yes. That's usually my go-to is I'd like to play some golf. And then, uh, like, would you like to eat all day? Because, mm -hmm. like, all day. Uh, we could just eat all day or uh, visit a variety of establishments all day. There's really – you can't go too wrong. So it's going to depend on what my guest likes. Uh, are they into the arts? Because we have a fantastic art scene. Do you like music? We have – great live music yes what kind of music would you like we'll go to that venue right so it's going to depend on that uh do you like the outdoors should we we'll go to a park we'll hike the trail we'll mm -hmm. do whatever so we don't do mountains well i'm not no, gonna lie no and as an east coaster we don't do like water features like we're a little bit more limited but we have some beautiful lakes we do have um, a couple of climbing facilities though so they're we, not real mountains that's fair enough climb. that's fair <laughs> enough the, uh, um, downhill skiing is going to be a struggle i yeah, think right now but uh, but in general it it that is kind of you know it's cheesing out but uh what are you into because we really could do anything so mm -hmm. if it's up to me uh, we're totally going to grab uh grab breakfast somewhere go play a round of golf and then have lunch somewhere and then in the afternoon probably go to a show uh and then we'll go out for a beverage nice and food and we might have to hop around because like for the next question you know like Right. Uh, yeah, where, where, you got where one? should we go? Yeah. I only have one. Uh, wow, uh, sweet or savory? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. You know that that's really you know sweet or savory for my favorite uh, blooming normal food favorite item. Food like item. Um, so many good choices, but uh, if I only get one, then I'm going to Bloom Bawarchi and having the Afghan chicken. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's. That's my one, right? That's the but one? That's the one. There you go. That but one has not been mentioned yet. So, so many good choices, though. <laughs> yeah. But Bloom Bawarchi, right? Like, so good. And then the Afghan chicken. you got to be in, not in a hurry. Sure. Right? Yeah. But fantastic. Different experiment uh, yeah. experience. We actually had, I think I mentioned, a couple prospects in. Um, came in Sunday. They were here Monday and Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, we drive them around to the familiarization tour. And we hit so many places to eat. They were like, so the first place we went was Ancho and Agave. Oh. And they're like, oh, is this your go-to place for like where you showcase a community? I'm like, well, it's one of them. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, really? It's like, yeah, if you look next door, they own that one too, Biagi's. And yeah. they got done, they're like, this food's amazing. I'm like, yep. They're like, well, where should we go for dinner? So we said Epiphany Farms. Yeah. So we go to Epiphany yeah. Farms. Like, well, what's what do you do for fun? Like, is there music? And I'm like, well, actually, um, if we so well on the fam tour, we drove by uh, the castle. I'm like, well, what's that? And I was like, well, we get some really interesting acts in between other you know, bigger shows. And yeah, we drove by and Dirty Honey was playing last night. And they're like, how did you get them? I'm like, I'm telling you, in between we get. And so they were very happy with the food, with the adult beverages. They went to a Little Beaver and I think they hit the still on the way out of town. Um, but they were almost shocked, like how good the food. I'll and tell you, just like was. listening to if you listen, if you don't know where to eat in this town, listen to this segment <laughs> yeah, and just, just like just fast forward on repeat. Just listen to the whole segment and yep. you'll like, oh, haven't been there haven't yet. Been there. have to try that. OK, I'm always you know? amazed talking to people that are actually our townies. So I was like, oh, I haven't heard of that one yet. And it's like that's our thing is like we hit as many places as possible, including some of like the neighborhood bars. Have you ever been to Western Tap? Uh, no, but I will tell you that having heard about Western Tap on this this program many, many times, yes. I have to figure out a way to go. You got to get there and maybe we'll <laughs> set up a meeting and go there. Um, but yeah, the it, angry thing sounds a little bit. Cowboy. Yeah, it sounds a little bit harsh for me, but uh, could it's be tough. fun. The first bite's good. And after that, you don't really taste anything. No. Okay, <laughs> that, so 
Uh, so yeah, got your favorite food item. And then, yeah, the last one we always ask everybody is why economic development matters. So I'm a chemist, right? Mm. So like a simple country chemist, but uh, so in chemistry, uh, you know, we, we believe in entropy, right? So things sort of fall apart. So uh, it has been my mantra as a leader for a long time. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. Yeah. And mm. so uh, I think economic development, the flywheel that you mentioned all the time, like you're either going in the right direction or the wrong direction. And so uh, we want to be spinning in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we, you want to keep that going. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not continuously improving, then because that's the sort of default everybody else is trying to improve around you, right. then by comparison, you're getting worse. So we always want to be trying to get better. And I don't believe in change for change's sake. Let, let the record show on that. But I do believe in, like, you got to always be sort of questioning, like, how can we be getting better? How yep. can we be getting better? Um, uh, because if you're comfortable, then I think you'll just sort of decay in yes. place, right? So um, that is not al- that is always easier said than done. Uh, but you know, continuing to attract people to the area, right? Like cynically, I like I want to attract students, right? Like yeah. like when 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 the community is amazing, like cynically for what I do, uh, I believe in education, and we could educate you in a cement block, and but it wouldn't be the same, sure. right? And so mm-hmm. uh, you spend more time out of class than in class. Let me, right. So if I'm going to attract students and faculty and staff to this area, then I want to be part of a vibrant community. Right. Like I commute. Yes. But that's because that's my family situation. Right. Sure. Um, we love it here. We come to dinner here more often than anywhere else. Oh, right. Nice. Um, but it's a it's a drive to get here. Yeah. Uh, but as a place, this is a great place. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. Uh, you know, I'm an East Coaster. Right. So it's not a city mm-hmm. in, in the same way. Uh but it's a fantastic place to be in. It was a fantastic place for my family. Um, we attract so many talented folks and you meet people here and their stories mm-hmm. are so great and everyone is so friendly and so nice. Um, you know, and and then people tend to stay, yes. right? Uh, you know, I know you've got these these campaigns to try and get people back for yeah. the holidays and whatnot, yeah. um, you know, but you get all those trailing families to come with and uh, you know, it's just a, it's just a great environment. Um, People tend to like it. They stay. They attract others. They tell people about it, and we just keep going. And, that, and you should, if you just keep building on that momentum, but if you just well assume that's going to be true, right? Eventually, that runs out on you, right? It does. And so you can't. It's going to take intentional, concerted effort to continue to try and get better. And uh, I'd like to believe that as a university and as a person, I help contribute to that. Oh, um, for sure. Um, there's there's a lot of choices on where you can live and where you can work now. Like the world has changed in, yes. I get to decide where to live and work. Um, and uh, it's a great place to live and work here. So That's um, the whole uh, purpose of the Life Multiplied campaign is letting people know that story. Because I think when people get here, they start to see it. But if you're not from here, you're like, okay, Bloomington, normal, central Illinois. It sounds like a lot of corn. Uh, but yeah, have some food, go see a couple shows. And like you mentioned, the friendliness honestly caught me off guard um, coming from the Chicagoland area. And I was used to just cook county life. And I'm like, people here are really, really friendly. So we moved here from Boston. Right? Okay. And so yeah. like, you know, I, I do miss some, like Connect Transit's great and all, right? Uh, but it's a little bit different public transit. So that's sure. like, I'll tell you, that's my one thing is I wish I could take a bus or a train to work. Okay. Yeah. You know, but that's just not a thing. Right. That's okay. Yeah. It's like the metro uh, in Chicago. That's okay. Yeah. So I, I live too far away. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> But it, it is a it is just a fantastic place. And uh, moving here from Boston, uh, I did I did live in a place that I did not have to see a field on purpose, right? Right. I lived down by Miller Park Zoo on purpose. Okay. Yep. Um, so that I could drive straight through the heart of downtown to get mm-hmm. here to work. A twelve minute commute. Nice. Yeah. Shockingly long for people. Right. Um. But uh, it's just a it was a great place, and I I loved the all the aspects of it. And uh, if if I'm truly missing like a huge city. 
two and a half hours. Which direction do you want to go? Right. Do you want to go south, north, east, west? Yep. People don't always go west, but it's not a bad city west. Right. right. So, you know. Yep. No, it's, uh, yeah, we, we love it um, for the travel, for just the people and uh, yeah, the food for sure. And uh, the golf, even though I'm terrible at it. I love the golf. <laughs> uh, we we uh, Fantastic golf courses, and you can't beat the value. Right. Nope, I agree. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to cover while we got you on here? I think I've said entirely too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I actually don't think this will be too bad to edit, so this will be pretty good. And then, um, yeah, we'll probably get it online by Friday. All right. Well, thank Honestly. you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Definitely. Thanks. Tune in next week as we continue to take an inside look at Bloomington Normal's economic development with industry pros, local businesses, and community partners, and learn more about our BN Advantage.